Hello, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to Change the Game podcast with me, Bishop William Pittman. And you know what I always say, let's talk about it. So um, thank you. You know, when I uh, just going on tonight, you know, when you got to go on internet, it's always something. It's either slow or something else. And uh, it was just funny. So it was like kind of a delay there. So I would just, I just want to thank y'all tonight for just coming on with me. Uh, give them a few minutes and coming on, you know, give a few people a chance to come on. So happy that you're with me tonight. And um, mm-hmm. we're just going to have a good time. Yeah, so um, I just want to thank y'all again for coming on. And um, you know what I always do, let's just go to the Lord in prayer. And then I got like two scriptures I want to read for you. All right, let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, dear Lord, we just thank you for another evening and another another opportunity to go live tonight with your people father give me the words to say and uh just let us have a good time in you and um just thank you again father for all that you do for us in jesus name we pray amen the lord have your way tonight all right hallelujah well you know with me being a man of god i always gotta pray first you know you always gotta put god first in your life so I just want to say, you know, this is my first night back. I just want to say thank you. And, and uh, you know, it's just so much going on in the world right now. And um, when I left off, you know, if you've been checking out my podcast and stuff like that, um, you know, I was talking about before we left off, stand your ground law, uh, the electoral votes, that will law. If you go on my podcast, you kind of see all these things. Uh, I talked about concealed weapons, uh, social social security, like retiring early, and um, so just different things, healthcare, uh, helping the poor, different things. And what it is, like I was telling you before, you know, and um, I always wanted to do something like this. You know, we always uh, being a man of God, uh, you know. God don't want us always to be silent. You know, the church need to be heard. The people of God need to be heard. And even, uh, you know, the United States says, we the people. So we are the people. And I believe that uh, we can make a difference as people. We can make a difference, but we all got to come together, get on one accord in one place. So uh, tonight, uh, I want to read two scriptures for you here. The book of Proverbs, chapter 29 uh, verse 18 says this, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. These scriptures I was giving that if you have, if we have no vision, the people perish. So, you know, we're talking about we the people. So, and I thought about that today, y'all. If we're the people, the United States of America, what is our vision? People, we know the government when uh, Donald Trump uh, was running for president, he said he's going to make America great again. Well, is that the vision? Is that his plan? Is that his purpose to make America great again? Is that the vision? You know. So now, if that's the Demo- uh, Republican Party vision, is to make America great again. So you're supposed to go when you uh, set forth a vision and lay it out. You're supposed to let the people. The people got to come. What it is too. In the scripture, let me just read this other scripture, and it's in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. So if you turn to Habakkuk, 
And if you read it already, you'll know. Uh, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. Verse 2 says this. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. it. So the reason I read that is when Donald Trump said, make America great again, if that's the vision, if that's the plan, you got to get everybody on one accord to make America great again. So, but I thought about this thing. As we're the people, we got to start look, stop looking at like uh, these men that stand behind like Republican, Democrats. When you say you're a man and a woman of God, we got to look to God first. So if God is our head, I understand, you know, Donald Trump is in office or maybe next Joe Biden is in office. Stop worrying about uh, Republican and Democrat and, and, worry, and, and start thinking about this in a way that pleases God. God wants you to put, you know, when we vote for someone, we want them to have leadership skills or, or when you put a person in leadership, they're supposed to have some kind of common sense. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to stand for something. They're supposed to be able to lead. This is what you're saying. When you vote, that's why I want to, I'm going here tonight. I'm going somewhere. And I want y'all to understand when you vote for somebody, Somebody's supposed to have, they supposed to have the ability to lead you, to lead the people. You know, when they look at this man that we put in office, how is he gonna be, how is he gonna look to the rest of the world? How he's gonna look dealing with Russia and China and all these other countries. You see what I'm saying? We need to know, we're the people, we need to make sure we're putting people in the office that make us look good. I'm gonna just say it. It's like going to church. When you see your pastor and he's up there preaching and teaching and he on fire for the Lord and he filled with the Holy Spirit and he's living it and he's married and he's got these things in order. You know, the choir singing good. I mean, the, I mean, just everything in order. When you look at a man of God like that and it's just touching me right now, because I remember when I was growing up, uh, my grandfather, and my grandmother we, we used to uh, take me to church. And uh, Reverend Pritchett, boy, oh, man, that man could preach. And that's what made me wanted to preach because he preached when he when he get that word. First, he start off slow. And then when the Holy Spirit kicks in, oh, man, you feel the fire. You feel the presence of God and the choir, the men choir could even sing. You see what I'm saying? When you got when you put God in there, I mean, and that God is in that man of God, uh, you know, He's, it's just something about a man of God because he's filled with the Holy Spirit and you feel it. And I remember, I remember when I went to Pastor Zach, Pastor uh, Dr. Zachary Tim's church the first time and God led us there. And when I went in there, it was him and a deacon standing up front. I believe it was like a, we went there a few times and then like a week later, I decided maybe two weeks. So. Uh, I forgot how long it was, and I wanted to join the church. So when I went up front, uh, he hugged me. But when they hugged me, I felt like this is where I was supposed to be, you know. And this is what I, this is where God was sending me to this church. And me and my wife and my family, we started doing like some of everything in the church: children's church, honor guard, security, you you name it. We was doing it. I was cutting the grass at the church. We was doing some of everything at the church because God led me there. I wasn't there for them. 
I was there for him. So the question, God was uh, dealing with me earlier. I want to ask you a few things tonight. I'm not so busy trying to go like political and all that kind of stuff and be deep. But he asked me this and I wanted to know, have you ever thought about, uh, you know, the men and women that we put in office? Do the people have a right to know their faith, know what they believe in, who they stand for, what they, you know, do we need, do we, should we know anything about our president or the first lady? Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're supposed to know this. We're supposed to know everything, just like your pastor in the church. You're supposed to know what he stands for, how he live. Is he married? Is he out there shacking? Whatever he's doing. You see what I'm saying? When we put these leaders in office, do we really know that they're capable of leading us as a country, as the United States of America? I think, I believe that's where I'm going at tonight. Because, you know, we all, you know, I'm American citizen. I'm a black man, but I'm an American citizen. And I believe that it's not about color. It's about when we put a man in office, it's about what he's representing us. And we want him to be uh, respected around the world. You're not, you don't have to be loved around the world, but you got to be able to stand for something, you know, not selling us out to different countries or doing things that, you know, when you get up there and talk, you lying. You know, every time we you, we hear you say something, you backtracking. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, we don't want that type of leader in office, you know? And I'm not using no names or whatever. I'm just saying, when you are a Republican or a Democrat or whatever you stand for, first of all, when you go take that oath, you have a Bible in your hand. So the question I ask you tonight, do you read your Bible? Do you live by this word of God? Because it's, it's the same thing for a man of God. When I read this word and I got the Holy Spirit in me, God hold me accountable for this word. And I got to start, I got to live this word, you know, and I live it. He don't make me live it. I live it because I love God. I live it because I'm a man of God, you know, and sometimes I don't always do right, but I know I got a place I can get on my knees and say, you know what? Or I, I don't even have to get on my knees. I can say it. Lord, you know what? I'm sorry. I repent for what I just said or what I did. You see what I'm saying? What 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 do we know about these people we putting in the office? So I want to give you something to think about. I wrote down some things and I, I want you to look it up. What do you know about Trump? Or you just voted for him? What do you know about Joe Biden? Or are you just going to vote for him because he a Democrat? Are you going to vote for Trump because he a Republican or are you going to vote for them because they stand for something and they able to lead this country in the right direction? Write the vision and make it plain. So what is their vision? What is their purpose? What is their plans to leaving, leading the United States to be great again? And then Joe Biden says, we want to build back better. OK, you can say those words, but what are we going to do? Because we notice everybody that get in office sell you a bunch of wolf tickets they they'll say anything and do anything to get in office but we tired of that why you just can't be honest saying you know what i've been in government for the, all these years and i understand how this go and let's just do it with the people's help i'm not going to make you no promises but i know i'm gonna tell you this the way I live my life and my experience and anybody that you talk to about me, they're going to say 
that this man stands for something and he's willing to do the right thing. And that's why he's taking this office. That's why he's taking this position, because he stands for something and he's willing to go the extra mile for what? The people. We, the people, need somebody to stand up for us and not for themselves and not make deals behind closed doors and thinking about them. When will you start thinking about the people? Why we don't have health care the right way? Why we don't have the benefits in the workplace and all, you know, let's go on. Why cops are still killing people and getting away with it? Come on, somebody. I ain't even got to say no names tonight. And why, you know what? I thought about this and I want to run this past you. Why there's no black cops out there shooting white people? You know, we keep hearing these white cops killing black people. But why there's no, you know, black cops shooting up, breaking in people's houses and shooting up white people? You know, because some people stand with something and not all cops are bad, but you got some bad cops. Now, since I went that way, like I said, I went to school for security, private investigations and did five years of security, um, licensed to carry and all that stuff. Yeah, I got my 235. And they told me in class, when I went to class, they said, you know what? You pull your gun and use it. You own that bullet. So if it's good enough for a security officer, why it can't be the same for a cop? If you pull that gun and you kill somebody and, and you didn't have like, it's not self-defense, you know, then you own that bullet. Nobody want to hear it. And, and, the, and the problem I got is this. Why we got to make stuff so complicated? It is what it is. Because this guy wore a badge, it, it makes him special. He's still a human being. He still want to go home to his family, real cops. I know when I work all day, I want to come home and go to my family. You know what I'm saying? So a cop, I'm pretty sure he don't go in to be killed or to be hurt or whatever or kill somebody. The average cop. He's going to do his job. That's his career. That's his life. That's what he chose. And maybe God called him to that. And then if you call to that, you do it the best of your abilities. And a lot of cops, I've seen a lot of cops are nice. But then there's some bad ones out there want to hide behind the badge and they feel as though they got a gun. So they want to be tough. I learned, you know what? I don't carry my gun because I know what how I am. You know what I'm saying? If I know if I'm going to pull it, I'm going to use it. But and this is what cops should think of. You know what I'm saying? That's somebody's father, son. That's somebody's child. That you just took their life. And, and it didn't mean anything to you because they was black. You know? Same way. If you're a white cop, you want to go home to your family. Especially if you got a family, you got kids. A lot of cops out there is not trying to hurt, you know, hurt people. But you got these bad apples in everything that we do. But the whole thing is when we keep, you know, keep um, talking about it instead of just changing the law. You understand when you go to school, you get this license and you become a cop and, and you do something that you're not supposed to do. You're going to be held accountable for it, just like anybody else. Why we got to talk about this? There's really nothing should be talked about. If you kill somebody and you wasn't supposed to do it. You're going to jail. It's either 10, 20, 30, 50 years, whatever you get is what it is. Why we got to talk about it? Why it's got to be a black thing or a white thing? Why it just can't be a law that we just put in place? We're the people. We got to start holding our government officials accountable for their actions. 
you know, they going in these, the senator, the Congress, all this, they taking years to change laws. Okay, now I'm back to my next topic. I'm not going to be long tonight. I promise you 30 minutes. They say the average uh, person only listen, pay attention for 15 to um, 20 minutes anyway. So I'm only going to be 30 minutes, but I just want to give you some things to think about. And like I said, they go in the office and they just um, talking and and instead of them going in there and just really saying, you know what, this law here is on the book. Let's change this law. You know what I'm saying? Let's change it. And then somebody, the House or whoever, uh, attorney general or whatever, need to come out and say, hey, you know, this is what's going on and this is what we're going to do about this situation. And then it's, it's changed across the board. Nobody's got an excuse. You see what I'm saying? Somebody, we put these people, the president is in place, the governors, you know, I mean, the, the Senate and all that, Congress. You know, why y'all just going wasting our time on a lot of this stuff when you already know that y'all could change these laws? But no, you want to linger them on, keep stuff going on. No. No. And then when we put a man in office, you got people to talk to you and communicate with you. You know, some of the stuff really that some of the presidents and the people get on these uh, platforms. And like you said, a lot of people, they came on these platforms and they say stuff. And then it's like, oh, I shouldn't have never said that. Well, even me, when I come on this, I try to watch what I say. You know, this is my podcast and I can't say what I want to say. But no, you can't say what you want to say because, you know, you could say some things that really hurt people. Or you can say some things to build people up. Or you can say some things to be, you know, making you know, being a troublemaker when you don't have to. So this podcast here, I did it because really I want, if I say one thing that could help somebody and open your eyes, this is what I want to do, you know, as a man of God, as a, um, I don't know, maybe one day I'll run for office. You know, once I get my act together, you know, I wouldn't want to take on a, a position that I know I couldn't handle, or I'm not going to do it in decency and in order. Because you know what? You know what? I got a heart for people. I love people. I love my family. I love my wife. I love my children. Love my grandchildren. You see what I'm saying? So when you got that love and you got a heart for people, but don't get me twisted. If you come at me wrong, then it's like, you know, it's like a cat. You force a cat on the corner. He's going to come after you. So I'm not going to let you get over on me. Those days are over. And a lot of people do pl- try to play you. But um, the reason I'm saying this is because I'm, I'm going back to leadership. Because a man got to know when it's time to put his foot down, you got to put your foot down. But there are also a time to smooth some things out in what we say. You don't like this is just like your kids. You don't have to deal with all of them tough. One, you could just look at it and say, you know, I'm not going to tell you again to put that down. And he'll put it down because he knows dad is serious. But then you got another one. You might have to spank him. You know what I'm saying? Boy, you hard headed. So I'm going to have to spank you. So the same way when we put these people in office, they need to learn how to handle things decency and in order. Not just say stuff because you're the president or, you know, you got this office and you got the power. I can say what I want to say and do what I want to do. No, we ain't putting you in office for that. We're putting you in office to represent us, the people. We, the people. So tonight, I'm not talking about Republican or Democrat. I'm talking about we need people in office that's going to stand up uh, 
for getting things right, getting the healthcare system right, getting the uh, getting um, stand your ground law stuff, laws that's been in existence that need to be should have been changed years ago. Why? Because the people don't say anything, they're not gonna do anything. Now I'm gonna make a point tonight. A lot of people going out there riding. And when they don't get their way, you know, they want to tear up stuff, burn up stuff. That's all what fine. If that's you choose that path, that's that's your path. Me, I'm looking at it this way. It's time. This is change the game podcast. What it is, we got to get in the game to change it. You know, and I sometimes I listen to Steve Harvey and stuff like that. And I and I love what some of the people are saying. You know, we can't set back this time. Everybody's got a right to vote. And I was talking to a guy today at work and he was like, I'm not going to vote for nobody. You know, I voted for Trump the first time, but I'm not going to vote for nobody this time. I said, no, you need to vote for somebody. Because no matter who you put in office, they always going to be making deals. They they got to talk to people. They got to make deals. You it, Bottom line. But, you know, I believe maybe it's the what the less of two evils. <laughs> Republicans or Democrats. But I'm just saying, if uh, if you put a man in office and they believe in God and, and they sworn in, they supposed to be living by this word, doing what, you know, being an upstanding uh, citizen or upstanding president or whatever office you take on. You're not supposed to be a crook. You're supposed to be a, a person that's standing up for the people. All right, I'm not, I, I think I done went there enough, y'all. So anyway... Now, this is what I wrote down. I said, write the vision and make it plain. But I was reading something today. I was reading a book and it says, when you write the vision, you know what the vision is all about? When you put it up there so you can see it, so that person can run after you. That's the scripture where the person can take that vision. They come behind you because it's written out. They'll be able to follow it. Okay. A lot of stuff happened in history. A lot of presidents did a lot of great things. And I don't even know if these future leaders go back in there and look at what they did and how they handle things and then do it that way. You know what I'm saying? If it work for them, it'll work for us. So anyway, that's the purpose of writing a vision. And I believe God was getting on me because it's time, you know, you got to start. That's what he wants you to do. How your family knows, uh, you know, what's, 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 what's your plan as a, as a husband, as a father, you know, you and your wife, what's your goals? What's your plan? What's your vision? You know what I'm saying? Where, what's your next step? And the enemy will rob you sometime because you didn't write it down. You know, when you write, if you don't write it down, you'd be trying to keep it in your mind and then you forget about it. And you're like, oh man, I forgot all about that. But if you write it down and make it plain, then you can make adjustments. It don't have to be perfect. You know, it's like a goal. You write a goal, You, you they say, you know, don't say it's too high. You said it you know, take baby steps. If you're trying to lose weight, you take baby steps. Don't try to lose 30, 50 pounds right away. No, you start off small. So anyway, everything we need to do, if we're going to change America, we got to go back and start small. You know what I'm saying? Go back to the basics, you know, or take one law. You know, I say, y'all know my pet peeve is the at will law. So that I'm going to continue working on. You know, I did a petition and everything. And a lot of people didn't even didn't sign off on it. 
So I said, all these people can go out there riding and doing all tearing stuff up and doing all this stuff. But if we don't come to the table and say, you know what, I'm going to get out and vote because I want these this man out of office. I want this person out of office. I'm going to get out and vote. How many black people out there? How many people out there talking about Trump in office? But ain't, ain't none of them getting off their tail to vote. You know, they're not even going to go. They're not even trying to get a mail-in ballot. I, mean, I ain't voting for nobody. It ain't going to count. My vote don't count. How do you know? How do you know? But then I know one thing. Don't expect any changes if you don't get out and vote. You know? So we need to get out and vote. So here you go. I got some, uh, I believe I got like five. I'm going uh, to run these down to you. Five. I, just some questions I want to ask you. Number one was this I wrote down. Have you ever read your state laws or federal laws? And then you can hit me up, give me a comment. Have you ever read your state laws or federal laws? You know, God gave me some things today. He was getting on me about it too, because I was like, you know what? Laws change every year and you don't know it. You know, the DMV changed laws and you go out there and do something, you're like, why would they give me a ticket for that? Why? Because you never read the new laws. They change laws every year or every two or three months. You don't know what laws they done change. And um, so you got to watch out that for that. The state you live in, you should be looking up the laws. Now, that's what, I want you to hit me up and um, let me know if you ever looked up your state laws or federal laws, you know, or if you even know anything about that at will law. You know, that at will law is a slave law and that your uh, your boss can fire you at will. A lot of companies, some of them will like write you up one time. But if they find out anything, they can get rid of you at will. That's my pet peeve. Nobody should be able to be fired at will. You should have a just cause. Only one state out of the 50 states, only one state, which is the state of Montana. That's the only state that you got to have a just cause to fire somebody. So if somebody don't like you and, you know, out of the 49 states, they can let you go. Uh, they don't like your hair or whatever it may be. Nobody should be in it. When you go to work, you going to do a job, a position. You don't have to like me. I'm here to do a job. Once I do my job, go home. We get along, that's fine. But if we don't get along, as long as my performance and my job is up to par, that's all that matters. Not because one day, you know, hey, we don't have the money to pay you, so I got to fire you or I got to let you go. You know, you know, certain situations, you understand, they'll lay you off or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But still, you got a right to know why they doing this to you. And then if you, okay, I remember when I was in the union, they got to write you up. You know, a lot of places you get a, with a verbal warning a written warning then the next one is you get a written one but also you get suspended and then they got an option to terminate you or whatever at least you know you had a warning you done had some warnings to get yourself together straighten up your act or you move on say hey this job ain't working out for me let me just get out of here okay so that's that's my pet peeve that will law got to be changed and i'm gonna continue working on that so i just got to come up the uh that uh, changepetition.com, uh, petition.org, it's, uh, um, I just got to figure out another way to come at them another way. So this is what I'm trying to tell you tonight. Just because you go at them one way, if it don't work, you keep trying. 
That's why I'm here. I got time as long as the Lord keep me here. So that's the question I asked you. That was number one. Have you ever read your state laws or federal laws? That's do your homework. Let me know. You know, give me a comment if you read them or not. I want to hear from you. Uh, number two was I was um, talking about security officers, but also for cops. You know, if you kill, you use your gun, you kill somebody. We shouldn't even have to talk about this. Shouldn't be on the news and none of that. You know, you're going to jail. Nothing to talk about. Move on for that one. Number three was that at Will Law I just talked about. That's my pet peeve. And uh, I'm definitely going to uh, do my best to get that changed. You know, and then I looked it up. Number four was uh, my best podcast so far was the Stand Your Ground Law. And I was looking that up and I had some about 140 views on that, you know, and it's something I was like looking when somebody's doing something positive, you don't get a lot of views, but if you say something crazy on the internet or whatever, it, it goes viral, you know, goes off the hook or off the chain, whatever you want to say, just by somebody doing something crazy or talking crazy. When Facebook, you know, it's, it can be used for something positive in a positive way to get some changes done. So you, you see what I'm saying? So we can get some changes done. Hallelujah. So, and number five, what do you know? Question for you. What do you know about Donald Trump? What do you know about Joe Biden? I want you to do your homework. And then what do you know about uh, Kamala Harris? Or Pence, Mike Pence. So you got some homework to do. When I come on next Thursday, I want to hear from you guys. Or I want to hear from you during the week. And if you want me to talk about some different things, we can talk about that, too, because really, um, you know, it's like I was thinking about it when I had that time off to think about Change the Game podcast. And it was like, you know, do anybody want to really hear it or, you know, you know, can I make a difference anyway? But, you know, if I just touch somebody and give you something to think about, that's what it's all about. So I didn't stop. I'm, I'm going to keep going on. But I know one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to start talking to some uh people in Congress and start, uh, I know I'm going to make some calls to the state of Montana to see how they got that, uh, just um, how they got their at will law change. So, you know, you got to make some moves. If you're going to stand, you got to stand for something. You know what I'm saying? So we got to start. Um, my wife knows she would tell you I'm not a, when it comes to paperwork and all that kind of stuff. That's why I kind of got out of security because I don't like writing paper and all that. But now I'm getting older. So I feel as though I got to make some changes, like the vision. I got to start learning some things, studying some things, knowing what I'm talking about, you know, and not just get on here and say, hey, you know, I didn't do my homework on this one. That's why I kind of stepped back a little bit and I did those five and I'm really going to work on those laws. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to find out about them. You know, I'm going to read my state laws. I'm going to read my federal laws. See, it's good for me. I, lo I love when God reveals things to you. Or you just sat still for a minute and you hear the Holy Spirit like, have you ever did this? You know, have you ever checked it out yourself? You know, what do these men stand for? This was all God. You know what I'm saying? And maybe I'm not saying it the way I should say it, but um, but I feel as though God, when God give you a scripture or God give you something to talk about, this was all God. Because, uh, you know, he says, right, you got to start writing the vision and make it plain. And then you got to talk about it because the more you talk about it, you're going to program the person or program the people to do 
good. And it's right what Donald Trump's saying. Hey, I'm going to make America great again. That's good. You sow that seed right into those people. We're going to make America great again. You know what I'm saying? Like Joe Biden is saying, build back better. So everybody's going to start going around. Yeah, we can, we need to build back better. And both of them are good. I didn't knock either one of them. because. And then I heard Hillary say, America was already great. And, I, and, and she was right. So America is already great because we the people made it that way. So we the people need to make some changes, you know? And one thing I want to say, you know, the riding and all that, I love to see that black people and white people are together in this. And um, and then in my spirit, before I came on, I see the growth. Maybe a lot of you don't think uh, because of COVID-19 and all the stuff we're going through. But you know what? A lot of this, when you get hit like this, it makes you stronger. Because, you know, um, survival, you go into survival mode. You know, we got to be careful. We got to wash our hands. We got to keep our masks on. You got to watch. You know, a lot of people, they was like, they didn't take it serious. But now more people are taking it serious because, you know, people are dying. You know what I'm saying? So this, the government is affected. Or the country is affected. So we got to do something. The light was shined on this. So it says, um, you know, we got an enemy that we can't see. But we got to figure out together, we the people, if we do what we need to do, we can get through this. What if everybody put on their mask, wash their hands and do what they supposed to do? Can we get rid of this now? But we the people got to come together. You know, when we need change, the police departments or whatever, do every black person need to stay in the house and not go out there so a cop won't kill them? <laughs> what, we, what we need to do, huh? What we need to do, we got to make drastic change. You got to do something. You know what I'm saying? We we the people got to come together. We can make a difference. We can make the change. So, you know, it's like, um, you know, we just got to, we got to come together as people and, um, and do what we need to do and to help each other, pray for one another. And also, you know, just because you, um, you know, just because you stand up for something, everybody's not going to agree with you. But the same token, you got to be able to, um, you know, just be honest. This is how I feel about this. But, you know, maybe you don't, you know, maybe just be, you know, hey, we're in a disagreement. I feel like, hey, you know, maybe Joe Biden might be better than Trump. But then on the other hand, maybe some stuff Trump's doing is good also. You know, we may not like him in a, but some of the stuff, I agree with some of the stuff he's doing. So he, I'm not saying he's a bad, bad person, but I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. Maybe we could put a Democrat and a Republican in the office. And uh, one of them, you ever thought about that? If we're going to change things... <laughs> vote the you vote a Republican in you vote a Democrat in you know who say we can't change things we're the people you know and uh the see the problem with the government is this when the people don't say anything y'all you know the people so busy doing everything else so they already keep confusion going on and then you're not going to want to change anything 
But let's say, you know, it's like a job. When you work a sorry job, okay, and you go in there, people are not going to leave that job. Why? Because they need the money. But on the other hand, when you, if you can get a bunch of people together that, that say, hey, let's come together. Let's save some money. And what we going to do, if he don't take our demands, we're going to walk off the job. You know, but you plan this. You know, we the people plan this. We already got enough money saved up. You ever thought about this? You got enough money saved up and, and you willing to say, you know what? We had enough of this boss. We had enough of this company. You lowballing us. You, we don't have good benefits and you don't care about nobody but yourself. Your bottom line and you treat people any kind of way. So since you don't want to, we wrote up some demands and uh, if you can't do this, we walking off on Friday. See, people are not willing to do that. And that's why our government treat us any kind of way. Uh, companies treat us any kind of way because people are not willing to stand up for anything. Now, to give an example, a lot of black people or some white people, too, won't get off their tail and vote. You're so busy trying to knock one party or the next and say, you know, I'm not going to make a difference. I'm not going to vote. No, you need to get off your tail and vote. But pick the right candidate. Pick, pick a candidate that stands for something and willing to represent us the right way. No, no, none of them is ever going to be perfect. There's no pastor that's perfect. There's no man or woman in office perfect. But we want them to be held accountable because you took the you took the oath in this office. So you're supposed to be held accountable for your actions. We didn't put you in office to be stealing from us, to be keeping your foot on us or putting us down or letting cops kill us or whatever it may be. We got you in and in, in, in all this racist stuff going on or whatever it may be. We didn't vote you in for that. We want a man to be in office that's willing to say, you know what, whatever decision we made, we made it for all people, not just for a few, but all across the board. I don't care what color you are, Chinese, black, green, whatever color. But we want you to have some balls about it. When you put this man in the office that he stand for something and what he say goes. And he's not going to disrespect women because why? If you married and you got kids, you don't want your kids disrespecting, you know, their your wife or their mother. You know, and, and the mom talking crazy to the husband. No. Or whatever you do, you keep it behind closed doors and, and y'all deal with this as a family, as a couple. See what I'm saying? This is what men of God do. Not saying we perfect, but saying some things you do say some something crazy. But you know what? I got sense enough to go and say, you know what, babe, I'm sorry for saying that. Or I didn't mean it that way. Or people that you meet, you know, white, any color. There's nothing wrong with opening the door for them. It's not, there's nothing wrong with saying good morning to somebody or or having some respect. You know what? We gotta get we got people. We got people that don't care about nobody but themselves. You know what? That's why I didn't really, when I first came to Philadelphia, I really didn't like Philadelphia. Because people, I, I came from North Carolina and people speak to people. There's nothing wrong with that. That don't make you a sissy. That make you a, a man that you ain't got to be my brother or my family for me to speak to you. I'm speaking to you because that's the way I was raised up with respect and some common sense and some decency and some get up about me. 
but people don't have that anymore. You, you look at them, speak to them, they put their head down. You know, they don't want to talk to you. You know, what's wrong with this person? There's nothing wrong with saying good morning. It's nothing wrong. Hey, bro, have a blessed day. I even say that to white people. They open the door for me. Hey, have a good day. That person ain't did nothing to you because they white. You know, but then you got black people that don't even speak to their own color. You know, ain't nobody raised you that way. Boy, I don't know. I ain't even planning on going here tonight. <laughs> I ain't even planning on going here tonight. But then you know what? I tell you what, it's time for a change. And it starts with you. You, when you look at yourself and say, you know what? I don't have to treat my wife like this or my kids like this or my coworkers like this. You can go in and be, you know what I'm saying? You can be a stern boss, but you don't have to be mean. And you don't have to kiss up to everybody. But no, you put stuff in place. Hey, you need a day off? Find somebody else to work for you. Or oh, I'll get somebody to work for you. What day you need off? Request it in advance. Do stuff the right way. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Well, same way with our government. Hey, you know what? I made a mistake in what I said. And uh, I want to come out and just apologize to y'all because I didn't mean it that way. No, you don't have to backtrack and say, I didn't say that. <laughs> we all make mistakes. But when you realize you made a mistake, that's what makes a man. You know what? I'm sorry for saying it that way. I didn't mean it that way. And I don't want you to take it that way. So, you know what? I think we need some one-on-one -on -one stuff. Now, I got something for y'all. I just asked my wife before I came on, and I didn't plan this. You look at me now. I want y'all to see me. See my face now? This is a black man, right? Y'all see my face. Now, do this make a difference when I put this on my head? I want you to see me. Do I look like I'm, a, I'm about to mug you or kill you? Do I look like I'm threatening to you just because I got this hoodie on? Because I'm tired of this because a black man wear a hoodie. I had one on this morning and a white lady walked uh, across from me. I wasn't thinking about her, but I'm saying we got a mentality going on just because a person got a hoodie on. They got to be a criminal. Remember Trayvon Martin had a hoodie on 17 year old boy. Did that make him a criminal? Did that make him like a thug because he had a hoodie on? I'm saying the mindset of the United States of America, the mindset of police officers, because a black man got a hood on, that's intimidating to you. So this is this is stereotype. You can't keep treating people like this because you got a hoodie on. You don't know my heart. Now, if I had a hoodie on and I pull out a gun, then you know I'm up to no good. Or I'm saying if I got this on and I understand it's a woman, so she want to be careful. You don't know. So you walk away. Okay. But that, that shouldn't give you the right to treat everybody black because they, what, he got a hoodie on because it's cold out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, I can't wear black? I got to wear white. Is that intimidating to you? Maybe all black people should wear white hoodies. <laughs> now, I ask you the same question. What if I was a white man with this black hoodie on? And you never know. You so busy trying to, because he's white, he might be the one to mug you or hurt you. But that's all I'm saying. Just because I'm a black man and have a hoodie on, that don't mean I'm a criminal. That don't mean I'm a thug. All right? All black people ain't criminals. All black people don't steal. 
you know? And to me, to be honest with you, I hate when somebody steals from me. Because when you steal from me, you take something away from me. And and, I, and it was like it was programmed in me. If you steal from me, you that means you will kill. And that's how my grandmother always taught us. If you steal, you will kill. And then you'll lie and do everything else. So tonight, this is just stuff that I learned. And I hope, uh, let me see what time it is. I said 30 minutes, right? And I'm going to keep it at 30 minutes. I want to be. Oh, man, I went farther than that. Y'all didn't tell me. Nobody text me. I only wanted to go 30 minutes, y'all. Forgive me. I have my clock up next Thursday, and I'm just going to do 30 minutes. And I pray that tonight you got something out of this, and I'm going to close right now with this. Uh, like I said, uh, man, I'm going to do some homework. Uh, this at Will Law. I am going to do some calls. I'm going to get some stuff in decency and order. And you hit me up for um, the questions that I told you. Have you, that's what was the question. Have you ever read your state laws, federal laws? Uh, do you know anything about the candidates that are running for office? That's your homework. That's my homework. On Thursday, I have some information for you. So I'm going to close out now. Let's just pray. Dear Lord, thank you again for the word. I'm, uh, Father, I'm sorry that I went more than 30 minutes. Um, I just thank you for your people. Thank you for using me and let them all have a blessed rest of the week, a good Friday, a good weekend. Bless them all. And um, thank you again for all your people. In Jesus name, I pray. Let them all have a good night. Amen. Amen. God bless y'all. I love you. Thank you for tuning in to Change the Game podcast. And uh, with Bishop Pittman, I always say, let's talk about it. God bless you. I love you. Have a good night.